Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know Shrek, isn't it? I do know Shrek. Love him. I saw a tweet yesterday mm. about Shrek, and it had the scene where he. Uh, talks to Donkey for the first time from the first movie, mm-hmm. and Donkey asks him what his name is, and Shrek goes, "Uh, Shrek." <laughs> the question was, did he make it up there and then? <laughs> did he not have a name before that, and he just made something up on the spot? I like that if that's possible. <laughs> go look it up. Go watch the first Shrek movie right now. Come oh, back I, c- I don't need to. I've got a you know complete. Encyclopedic knowledge on that movie. I've watched that movie so many times. I know exactly yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, played yeah. for sure. And what then Donkey goes, Shrek? Well, you know what? I like that Shrek. <laughs> I respect that Shrek. You're all right. What is that? Who would want to live in a place like that? That would be my home. And it is lovely. Okay, yeah. See, I, I have it. I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't think you were going to do the whole script, but maybe you should. Maybe that's what this podcast is. Maybe. Is it just Donkey's bits you know? It's just a radio whole play movie. of the whole film. <laughs> Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies and Puss in Boots. My name's Lonnie, her name's Sine. How's it going, Sine? Good, thank you. Puss in Boots' last wish, we should say. Not the original. Oi, I like that movie. No, it's great, but it's not talking about it today. Oh, okay. Not on the agenda, apparently. <laughs> you can't mention it ever again. Nah, it's alright. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, has gone gangbusters. Everyone's loving it. They're saying it's mm. the best animated film of all time and whatnot mm-hmm. make a lot of money mm-hmm. so nay you seem skeptical what's going on well they're all like oh this is the best animated movie in years and it's so great and like it's not actually a kids movie there's like messages in there for us and it's so well done nah, 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 nah. like what we say about paddington or boss baby mm. it's fine wow that's harsh coming from you. Don't leave me out alone. You agreed in person that this was also... Now, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Here we, we go. We saw this movie. Excuses, excuses. Next to some really annoying people, which I think coloured my view. Right. They were talking the whole time. They were. I'd ask them to be quiet, but they still annoying after that. You haven't bought tickets to, to be in a room to talk. You've bought tickets to go in there and watch a movie and be quiet. Not on home on the couch, okay? It's true. And also, we were at the body. It was an ex-gold class cinema at Chamside, and so it's like we were really close to each other. It wasn't like a massive theatre where you could walk away and get a different seat or something. Mm. No, no good. So I think that was annoying me the whole time. Yeah. I think it was good, though, mm-hmm. right? Don't you reckon? Put some boots on an adventure? It was fine. Here's my thing. You hate adventure movies, so don't even start being like, oh, it's fun, they're on an adventure. Um, Excuse me, I love cats, so I'll do anything to watch Puss and Boots. I love him so much, right? All right. Okay, all right. <laughs> I do have some comments about that, though. Okay. <laughs> Coming <good>. up. <laughs> um, what I'll say about this, though, is what people are saying, I'll, I'll say great, it's getting Oscar noms, might win the best animated feature film or whatever, which would all be great. I love all that, right? It's all good. Mm-hmm. The sort of implication there... And sometimes it's stated and sometimes it's not stated, is that it's a, it's a vast improvement on the original 
the first one was just like sort of basic cookie cutter sort of stuff, but mm. this one has really changed the form and has really put Puss in Boots on a new direction and stuff. Mm-hmm. First one's great. It's actually really good. I was there from the beginning. I saw it twice at cinemas, okay? Wow. So this idea that the first was shit and this is the second one's great, not right. They're both great. So you're part of the original fan crowd and now these people are trying to like get on the bandwagon and you're like, no, no, no. True fans liked it from the beginning. Yeah, I'm a true fan. These mm-hmm. people are fakes. Yeah. I like that um, this is the hill you're going to die on as well, Puss in Boots. Yeah. I enjoy that. <laughs> well, he's so good. He's the best character in Shrek 2. I've never seen Shrek 3 or 4 because don't know why, but okay. Mm-hmm. I saw Puss in Boots twice at the cinema and now I've seen this one once at the cinema. Beth Fatale, okay, <laughs> if you're wondering. You've seen, we've seen all the other Puss in Boots, though. I don't know, I saw it twice at the cinema and once at home, at least. Yeah, but weren't there ones in between that and this? No, it's just, there's a, like a series, like a TV series, but... Oh, right, right. Which okay. I haven't seen. I'm very sorry. Hey, what's Puss in Boots The Last Wish about, Sine? It is about Puss in Boots oh, yeah. by Antonio Banderas, and he's sort of like at the end of his vigilante career, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's used up some of his nine lives. He's used eight of his nine lives and he runs into a wolf who could be the wolf from Little Red Riding Hood because this universe is about, you know, fairy tale characters. Mm -hmm. But the wolf is also deaf and has come to collect the last life of Puss and it's time for him to die, essentially. Um, And then they are. Pretty hardcore stuff for a kid's film, right? Pretty heavy. And then they go Mm. on some sort of adventure. To get a map to somewhere. Um, what's the map for? I don't there's know. Like a, there's like a wishing star, and you can you're gonna wish for his nine lives back. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And he picks up a dog along the way. He does pick up a dog along the way. And <laughs> and his ex fiance Kitty Softpaws turns up as well. Mm-hmm. I got some. It's got some views on that, to be honest. Um, what we should say about this as well, in terms of. The style, I think what they people are responding well to is that the first was probably your standard animation style of like 2011 or whenever it came out. This one has taken a leaf from the Into the Spider-Verse art style, mm. especially for the action scenes. So it sort of becomes a bit of fairy tale book, comic book-like, which I think works really well. Mm. Also Mitchell versus the Machines did that kind of style as well. Yeah, true. Uh, see, I think... You go. You go. <laughs> I think that for me... That just reminded me of other better movies. Wow. And it was just sort of copying it. Wow. That's what I'd say about it too. I think... Don't like, say wow cool, and then agree it... with my opinion. <laughs> How dare you? I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. The, I, think it, I think it worked well here. Mm-hmm. But that that style in particular, especially in like Spider-Verse, worked because it was comic book. And I guess it works here because it's like fairy tale sort of, you know, storybook sort of world. After a while, though, if that's that was cool when we first saw it because it was different, right? But if that just becomes a style, then that's what we expect. Mm. So, like, it becomes less impressive every time I see it. You know what I mean? For sure. That said, it was very well done, so not having go at it it's necessarily. It's not fresh anymore. Yeah, the, the unique factor goes. Mm. But it's still very well done. The action scenes were great. That first bit where, like, Puss is fighting off, like, a giant, mm. and he's just like a little cat, Sine. But he's got style. He sure does. He's got bravado. Mm-hmm. 
which we love. Okay, so the thing I'll say about Kitty Softpaws, I love her, right? She's like female version of Puss. They challenge each other. Mm. They they flirt and they fight, but actually they love each other and stuff, right? Selma Hayek as well who plays her, yeah. Totally. It works well because of mm. we know they're the voice actors and, you know, that all that star starness comes into it as well. Mm. My thing, though, which is a little bit concerning for me, is that a lot of the film is about how Puss is running away from everything, running away from his lives. He just runs, he doesn't care because he, he always comes back to life because he's um, special like this. And he can't settle down because he's like a... He's a rogue. He's always off doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He had an ex-fiance, so he was going to settle down with Selma Hayek's Kitty Softpaws. So at one stage, he he was looking at that. But as the film tells us in flashbacks and in the dialogue, on the day of the wedding, he didn't turn up because he couldn't couldn't face not being vigilante and and being tied down, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty terrible thing to do to walk out on someone mm. on their wedding day, right? On your wedding day. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty rough like development to have for a character who we know is a bit of a vigilante. He's a bit of a um, bit of a romantic. He's a Casanova or whatever. But still, the, the fact that he he runs away from his wife on the day of their wedding that's pretty rough. And I that that made me rethink my relationship with this guy. Right, this cat. Wow, you're really doing some soul searching there. <laughs> well, if I love him, I, but then he does something bad. What's that make me? You know, maybe people aren't. Good or bad, people actions. are complex, right? That's yeah. all. That's all good. I get. I get that. And he, the film was about him rethinking his life and looking at his errors and whatnot. And so he's going to make up for it. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But then the film tells us that she also didn't turn up on the day of the wedding. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like it's 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 a, it's a good way out, and it, and it does show them that they are meant for each other. If the fact that they both did it on the same day kind of you know mm. reinforces that. Mm-hmm. But she spends most of the film like having a go at him about it. And like, you left me, and he's like, so sorry, you won't talk about it, and whatever. Mm. She did the same things today. I know, yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's just, that's part of it. That, that's who they are, you know, that that sort of people. But still, <laughs> I just felt like, I felt a lot of time thinking, oh, this guy's a, he's a real creep, he's a real deadbeat, he ran away from her. Oh, no, she did the same thing, so it's all good. Mm. Anyway. I'm glad that you're not you think still of, bothered of, by it. And you clearly I'm still bothered films, by it. I'm yeah. still bothered by it. What do you think of Perito? Loved him. Who is Perito? How does he get involved in the story? Um. What's he hiding as? He's pretending to be a cat. <laughs> because. That's funny. Um, Puss in Boots sort of had to get rid of his outfit and pretend to be a regular cat in this sort of home of cats in order to disguise mm-hmm. himself. And he meets Perito in there, who's a stray dog who. Um, yeah, it's pretending to be a cat. Yeah. Love him. He's so good. He's a therapy dog, Sine. He is a therapy dog. Which is what Dropos needs at certain points. Mm -hmm. There is, I will say, like, it says on the Wikipedia, like, it turns into a pretty standard quest, and I agree with that. I, Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel compelled by the narrative at all. But there is one really great scene where Puss in Boots has a panic attack, and mm. Perito's there to comfort him while he's going through that. And I saw some people online saying it's a really great representation of what it's like to have a panic attack. Um, mm. And as someone who has them fairly frequently, that was nice to see that reflected on screen. Um, and sometimes it's nice in kids' movies to show 
people who are struggling um, to have some sort of, you know, connection with that. And if they're struggling with it, it's mm. okay because Puss is also struggling with it. And I swear I've been in that exact situation where um, our dog has come up and comforted me when I'm not in a great space. So that was just really lovely mm-hmm. to see. See, our dogs are therapy dogs, but we're the ones who give them therapy generally. Generally, yeah. But <laughs> on occasion, <laughs> they give it back to us, which yeah. is great. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It it does tackle some heavy themes and like, you know, the pitch obviously is something like Puss and Boots by way of Logan and Unforgiven <laughs> and Serious Westerns. Yeah, yeah. I think that works. I think, I think it works. The quest, though, mm. as we mentioned, so he ends up trying to track down this star, which you got to go through a magic forest with the with the map to to get right. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, as the on these quests, they picked up um, Goldilocks and the three bears, who are also want the same thing, and also Jack Horner, who is like a crime lord in this this world, yeah. who also wants the the wings. You're not not a big fan of Jack Horner. I wasn't a big fan of that. I wasn't a big fan of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, even though it's our girl Florence, Flo. Yeah, Wait, and Olivia. Flonny, is that what the name we gave her? Flonny, yeah, that's what we call her. Yeah, and Olivia, who, like, obviously most impeccable actors ever lived, right? I don't know. Yeah. I just sort of, like, didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe you're the problem here, Sinead. I you think I The movie's fine. Yeah. Um, what I'll say about that, though, is they're in the Magic Forest, right, and it... When you look at the map, it like lays out a mm. uh, journey for you based on your particular uh, personality, soul, perhaps. Yeah, so it's like and, a, a forest of fear or whatever, and that turns into yeah. whatever your personal fear is, and it changes whoever yeah. looks at the map. Yeah, I guess because you got to have like a, you got to go through the forbidden forest to get to the the, the hidden gold or whatever you need to find. Right, that's mm. the the old mm-hmm. hero thousand faces sort of myth stuff. Mm-hmm. that's all fine but it kind of felt like at a certain point it was just like okay we need something different to do have someone else look at the map so it all changes and things sort of can we can just reconfigure the board for a bit yeah uh, which i found was it was a bit it's like oh okay after like three times of that happening i was like let's do something different here but they kind of are a quest so they just sort of keep going on that quest one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. Have thought. Do you mm. think we would have liked this film more if we hadn't seen everyone seeing its praises on Twitter? Yeah, where expectations... I think maybe my expectations raised. at least were very high. Mm. Well, that's my thing. Like, everyone raised expectations. I watched it and I was like, oh, it's pretty much the same as the first one, which I thought was also great. So mm. it makes me question the people who were talking up so much, yeah. 
one thing I will say is that the villain is actually scary. Actually yeah. really terrifying. I don't know Maybe if you're I too scared to enjoy it. Maybe. I don't know if I would have liked this if I was a child. I think I would have found that very scary with the red eyes mm-hmm. and the dark and the like there's a couple of great moments with thunder and lighting where he's like in the dark and the shadows are cast on him. Mm. Oh, it's quite heavy. Yeah, that, that first scene in the bar especially. Yeah. That did feel like a like a Western or a actual horror film, perhaps, in some ways. Not a fan. No. <laughs> yeah. Film ends with, with um Puss obviously all works out in the end eventually, it's all good. Um he's gonna see some old friends today. Do you think we've got some more Shrek adventures happening? I don't mind if we do. I think yeah. that's his big thing, right? Is yep. I'm happy to not wish for more lives, but mm-hmm. my time isn't yet. I still have one life left, and I'm going to use that one life, you know, to the fullest and yeah, live, essentially, which is a very sweet he, message. Yeah, it is. And, and he and Kitty sort of put to get, put aside mm-hmm. their differences and also the dogs hanging around as well. So they've got a fan family situation. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So I think it'd be cool. I think it's time for some more Shrek stuff. As in, there was a time people were sick of it, I think, but now people would like it again. I don't know if we necessarily need it, but like this is the time to do it rather than mm. like it would have bombed a couple of years ago, I reckon. But people are. It's really already... had a resurgence with our generation, and it seems mm. like Gen Z is sort of on board with it too. But it was a revelation when it was released. Like, I know. It, I, I mean that sincerely. Like, we hadn't mm. had movies like that before that had pop culture songs with animation and then some sort of adult animation elements as well. Like it was just. Yeah. At a time when Disney was just making movies for kids and this one came along and there were sounding jokes for adults as well. Yes. I remember seeing the first Shrek in um, cinema with my dad um, and me not understanding certain jokes and asking him and he's like, you'll figure it out when you're older. (laughs) yeah, I have. I recall seeing it too at the cinema. I think yeah. we maybe had gone to see something else, but then no tickets, or we'd missed it or something. And so mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll go see that one without knowing much about it, really. And yeah, blown away by it. Yeah, I think I might have even had it on VHS. Maybe was it the green VHS? No, it wasn't. Maybe I didn't then. Okay. Hmm. Maybe that maybe it was only overseas. I've seen pictures of those. Yeah. The Shrek TV as well. The Shrek TV is amazing. <laughs> I would love to see a Shrek TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just the way they came out. The number two came out a couple of years later and we're all keen on that and it's pretty amazing. But by the time three and four came out for me, I was probably a bit too old and just never got around to it, you know? But yeah, I'll go back at some point and watch them. Mm-hmm. I think they're not as good though. For sure. One thing about cats though too, right? We all joke about the Nine Lives thing. That's a bit of a myth and a bit of a cultural sort of joke right but they do <laughs> right okay do they how many, how many times were our cats sort of at death's door actually, or doing yeah. doing doing dangerous things and all of a sudden they just turn up like yeah we're cool whatever that's very true <laughs> i think maybe what was that is, it, is this we love puss because we love cats but are some people not into cats but like this film and so they're like oh wow it's even better than i ever thought it could be because they're not cat people, but for us, we're like, yeah, cats are great, so why are you being so crazy about it? I don't have time for people who say they don't like cats. 
right? People who are cat people don't mind dogs, but all the way around is rare to see, isn't it? This is what I always say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tell them, Sydney. Rating time. Rating time. You go first while I think. Okay, make sure you get it each point. Yeah, I've got to pay special attention to Break the it down. points. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it four stars. Okay. But what's wrong? Why are you giving me this? Well, I just, like, really? You're going to give it one star, are you? I'm not going to give it one star. Wow. I'm going to give it two and three quarter stars. Oh, my God. A little bit over halfway. The podcast (laughs) is over. I'm sorry. I, it just didn't grab me. I said the podcast. Yeah, starting immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for me, like. It's been nice knowing you. We've seen a lot of. I'll, I'll send my lawyers to talk to your lawyers. Wonderful. We can split the 26 cents we made on the podcast last year. <laughs> I think for me, I have had my hopes heightened by lots of things, right? By seeing movies like Paddington, Paddington 2, and Boss Baby, Mitchell vs. the Machines, who are billed as children's films but are actually proper good movies and I think I got caught up in the emotion of people online saying it was so great and then I was just let down a bit I was just let down a bit it's a fine movie it's great chuck it on for your kids but I don't know if it really sold itself to me personally all I'm hearing is you hate fun yeah I and do. you hate cats. I classically hate fun. That's me. Fun hater. <laughs> well, I think what we should do after this mm-hmm. is watch the 1988 musical wow. Puss in Boots, yep. which stars... Actually, don't look at it, Sine. Okay. Who do you think voices Puss in this film? What year is it? 1988. John Candy. I'll give you two more guesses. You okay. won't get it, but All just right. two, it is a male. I'll give you that. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Inspired choice, but no. One more. One more go. Okay. Okay. Um, You're gonna lose your mind when you hear it. Um, Michael J. Fox. Not quite. Okay. Christopher Walken. What? <laughs> Are you joking? That's what Wikipedia tells me. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, where is the streaming? I, I need to see this immediately. I'll look up. I'll just oh, my God. See if I can find where it is. This is incredible. I can't tell if it's animated or if like, it's one of those ones where it's like a cat. Is he doing his Christopher Walken voice? I have so many questions. I think he might. the cat might transform into him, yeah. Oh, my God. Which is, you know... Okay, it's on Apple TV for twelve dollars ninety nine. If you want to buy it, <laughs> do I want to buy it? it? I'm considering <laughs> it. Oh my god! I'll look into it anyway. Oh my god! Look at it! <laughs> oh wow! Very strange. In this film, Puss Christopher Walken transforms from a cat to a bespoke gentleman who requests a pair of boots. <laughs> when he puts his boots on. 
god, this is incredible. All right, well, I know what I'm doing with my afternoon. A special episode coming up. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. This is <laughs> impeccable. Uh, good stuff. All right, well, thank you very much for listening. I don't think we have any other Shrek content here, do we? On the podcast I'm feed. ashamed if we don't. Hmm. Maybe we'll do a recap or something one day. That'd be nice. Retrospective. Maybe we'll just get you to reenact the film from from memory. Yeah, but just do the audio play, like the radio play. That'd yeah. be great. I'll play all the That'd characters. Mm-hmm. Um, turn it into a one-woman show, you know. It'd be great. That sounds great to me. Um, look forward to that. In the meantime, we've got other podcasts out there, so please get on them and follow us on Twitter. Twitter's still a thing, apparently, so I guess we're still on there for now. Still hanging on with its yeah. last dying breath. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. I'm going to say see you later. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.